We decided to take our appreciation and love for simple living and step into a homesteading lifestyle, learning what that means. If you are at all curious about those things as well, join us as we share practical methods to grow and prepare our own food, learn healthy living tips, and discover small farm setup ideas. We like to talk about everything sustainable living, healthy eating, simple dreams, and a lot of hard work. Join us on Prairie Grove Homestead. Hello everyone, this is Kim here. Welcome to Prairie Grove Homestead. This is kind of a special episode because for one, I am recording this on my phone, so I apologize in advance for any crazy sounds or um, anything that kind of messes with the quality of the audio. But we are actually just at the end of a blizzard here in southeast Saskatchewan. And I know it's April 24th, and most of you have probably moved on to planting seeds and raking your grass But we've had a lot of heavy, heavy snow, and it actually took down a bunch of power poles in our area, and so we are without power. So you can probably hear in the background just a hum of a generator. We have a small generator that we've been using off and on today to kind of uh, heat up the areas in our home. Um, and to keep our refrigerator cold so we don't lose all of our food, things like that. And we also have a fireplace so in our basement. So we're very thankful for that because the fireplace has actually been, it's just been such a blessing to have. And um, everything from heating up to boiling water to cooking our supper on it. So I'm thankful for that. And... Um, But we had to get water and pails for our animals. Um, If you go to Instagram, to Prairie Grove Homestead, I did upload a few things on there, a few pictures and um, little videos about things that we were doing around here. I hope to post some more. And I just thought, while I'm sitting here, we have a solar-powered little lamp on, and our generator's on right now, so we're charging all of our electronics and catching up. And so I thought, what a better time to catch up with all of you. It's been a while, and we just had such a crazy, crazy spring. So you might hear dings on my phone as people are checking in on us as well. But I just wanted to kind of um, touch base with you tonight and let you know what was going on. So, um, So it's been interesting. And one good thing, another good thing about the blizzard, though, is that Clarence is finally home, and I caught up with him. So when I'm done talking here, the next voice you should hear is Clarence, and he might want to give some updates just on his his thoughts on the blizzard and also what he's been up to around the homestead and how things have changed because of weather, etc., but... I really can't complain. It's been a really strange winter and the weather's been really unpredictable and awful at times, but I just feel like 
Um, it could have been so much worse. And even today, even this weekend, it could have been so miserably cold as it has been not that long ago, actually. We were still getting temperatures, you know, minus 20 Celsius, which is very cold for this time of the year. And, you know, then you worry about people that don't have access to fireplaces and generators, etc., to older people. And so um, that would just be really, really hard. So this is a little better. It's it's not that cold outside. It's still wintry here. But the snow that we got yesterday and last night, um, if you go to Instagram, you'll see some pictures of it. It's actually melting really quickly. And today the sun was nice and warm. And so I don't think it will last long. It's just to kind of to be patient and wait. And, you know, the power company is doing the best they can. They have a lot going on. I heard somewhere between different people say, you know, some people say a dozen, some people say a hundred power poles were down in different areas. So, um, I'm not sure how long we'll be without power here, but we're doing the best we can. I feel like we were prepared enough that, um, you know, things are inconvenient, but not too stressful and not, we're not in any danger or anything like that. And so we're doing great and it's just been interesting and wanted to share that with you. So thankful for our wood stove. Like I said, that's probably been the biggest blessing as of now, just, just for the warmth of it. And also some little things, um, our solar radio, we have a solar radio. And so that's been charged up. And sometimes when you're with, without power, it gets really quiet (laughs) and kind of boring at times. So it's been nice to have the radio to turn on once in a while, just to hear weather updates or um, the news or music or whatever. So that's one thing. Um, Also, you know, um, our canned food has been really helpful. And I just feel like we, you know, we we haven't gone hungry or anything like that. Clarence actually ventured out and had to go to a neighboring town for gas for the generator just because um, the town that we're closest to, which is about nine miles um, north of us, they're closed, all their power is out, and there's one gas station open, but it's cash only, and, you know, a lot of us don't carry much cash anymore. Probably should be better prepared in that area. But he went to a neighboring community who has power, and I guess he wasn't alone. There was a lot of people lined up waiting to get fuel and things for their, and propane for barbecues um, to cook their food on, and fuel for generators and their cars, and even some groceries, um, etc. So um, he was able to do that today, and we got a few more supplies. So I feel like we're okay, and... It'd be good. Our animals are, are great, and they they don't even know anything is different. So so that's good. Like I said, it's it's been inconvenient, but because of the warmer temperatures outside right now, nobody is in danger, and so that's important. But yeah, I just wanted to hop on real quick and catch you up on on that. And so um. We're going to try this phone thing. I'm going to head out for now and in a little bit. I hope that the next voice you hear will be Clarence's. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye. 
Hey there, listeners. Um, it's Clarence Wagner here. And Kim had mentioned that you, uh, or the next voice you would hear would be uh, mine. So anyways, just um, a little bit of recap, I guess, from what Kim had uh, recorded earlier, was that we made it through the, the uh, snowstorm uh, fairly well. It wasn't too crazy. Uh, some places by us to the north of us got two feet. We got about 14 inches. Uh, our power was out for about 26 hours, and we, um, some friends of ours, they were without power for, I believe it was up to 80 hours. <clears throat> so that was fairly long. So uh, 26 hours actually wasn't too bad. We were, um, we were able to stay warm. We had food, and um, we, for that part of it, we were pretty well prepared for it. The snow was a very heavy snow, which caused a lot of the power poles to break down and causing uh, widespread power outages throughout the southeast Saskatchewan. Um, as far as the water content in the snow, it was probably almost like 100% water content, um, just, a little, just cold enough for it to turn into, into snow, but very heavy, very wet. The moisture was very good for our area because last year we experienced, um, well, we've been in drought for a few years. Some areas have had just the timely rain, which resulted in crops being saved and pasture land also um, was relatively good for the most part, but it was um, in very small pockets of southern Saskatchewan where it was like that so but anyways we made it through and um, today the temperatures it actually felt like springtime and we um, we're hoping that these temperatures will continue and we can start looking forward to getting our garden prepared and getting seeds planted and we can carry on with some of our plans for this year and um, as of right now, what we're doing, or, uh, what we're doing on the acreage is uh, we're just doing some cleanup, um, some winter. Usually, winter things get put off because it's cold, and you just really don't want to do a whole lot outside when it's so cold. But, anyways, there's there's always a little bit of cleanup to do. Um, we've got uh, one of the projects that I just completed was um, building a brooder. Um, brooder house for our chicks that are going to be coming at the end of May and I wanted to get that out of the way because I know there's going to be a lot of other projects that are going to be happening fairly soon and that was one that uh, I just wanted to get out of the way and get it done so I got that done it took me a couple of days a couple of half days and um, it turned out pretty good so we're excited about the chicks that will be coming at the end of May so that was one project that we got done. Um, I've got another one. Uh, it's kind of not even really a huge project, but my dad built a uh, Purple Martin house for me, and it's quite large. So I was trying to find a place where I could put it on the yard, and I think I've got my location planned out. And I want to get that up probably in the next week because I think the Purple Martins will be coming back fairly soon. <clears throat> um, I don't know a whole lot about 
purple martins, but other than they do eat a lot of mosquitoes. And I'm thinking that we're going to probably end up with a lot of mosquitoes this spring once it starts warming up here. Um, because with the, all that snow that we have, there's a lot of standing water right now. So probably uh, we'll see how that all turns out. I'm hoping it'll work and um, I can get it up without wrecking too much or, you know, anything like that. So like I said, it's kind of a new thing for me. I'm not really into a lot of birdhouses or anything like that, but uh, it was something that my dad made for me and I was very excited about it. So hopefully we can get that up here shortly in the next week. Um, some of the other projects that we're, that we're going to be looking at um, will be, uh, we've got some, uh, well we call them Christmas trees. But we've got those coming too, and I think we got about a hundred of them that'll be showing up. And we're it's kind of it'll be a bit of an adventure, I guess. And it's something that we had talked about years ago, and um, we're hoping that will all turn out. But uh, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. We're very excited about it, and it's kind of a long term thing. But um, we'll we'll get that going, and hopefully we can upload some pictures and video and stuff like that. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that, though. So, so anyways, those are a couple of really quick little projects that we have coming up here fairly soon. After that, we'll see where the rest of the summer is going to take us. So I just wanted to jump in here real quick and. Um, one thing I wanted to circle back to is that some of the listeners might be curious when you say a brooder, like what are, what were the dimensions on that? How big of a brooder and why, why did you build the brooder? Cause we have a spot for our chickens now, but people maybe don't know that there are some pictures and I'm trying to get better at posting some more pictures, but can you just explain your idea for the brooder um, now and where it's located? So the brooder is um, it's a it's a little building that is going to house the chicks and they're going to be separate from the the bigger chickens. So if we put them in with the bigger chickens, the bigger chickens and our we have a few turkeys, they will probably just end up killing most of them, and we don't want that to happen. So it's an investment that you want to protect. The brooder house that I built is eight feet by six feet and it should house between well i'm guessing between 50 and 100 chicks so we're getting 50 in total so there's plenty of room for them uh, in the brooder pen or the brooder house awesome good because I, I just know a lot of people when they listen to podcasts i know i do when people um, refer to something they're doing or whatever um especially if you're a more visual person, you kind of like to hear exactly what you are working on or the dimensions or, or whatever. So I just wanted to, I'm sure a lot of listeners appreciate that, but yeah, it was great to catch back up with Clarence today. He's busy. And so I appreciate that he could hop on with me. We're just sitting here. It's almost dark. We're having a hot chocolate we were out for a bit when Clarence got home from work and uh, 
we do get wood ticks here in southeast Saskatchewan. So between our um, guinea fowl um, and and our turkeys and chickens, which you know they'll eat a lot of bugs around the the farmyard, but um, sometimes when it's because we have the moisture in the ground now that we were lacking. Um, we kind of can go through and burn out um, just a little bit around the the perimeter of our land, um, just a little bit of the brush right along the borders of the garden and the yard, and it kills. It will help with the with the ticks. So um, the grass, and uh, in a couple weeks, our grass will probably be the greenest where we burnt. So um, just a few things that we've been working on. We didn't get a chance to do that last year and that we're not sure how long ago that's been done. And sometimes it's too dry, right? So we can't, we can't risk it. But this year is perfect. So that's another thing <laughs> to be thankful for, the heavy snowfall that we had. But that is what we've been up to. I have a few more seeds started. I planted some onion seeds today and uh, did some of the winter sowing. And it's getting warm enough now in the day and almost at night where um, I can keep them outside and um, wait for them to germinate. And then, yeah, they should be really good. So I'm excited about getting that started. And it was really nice to walk around outside today and actually look forward to spring. (laughs) I hope all of you are doing very well and we will be back soon. Take care. It's a great view from here. Bye-bye. Hey, we sure hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you mind just going and leaving a comment or review wherever you listen to this podcast today? We sure would appreciate it. And if you would like to leave a comment or suggestion for future episodes, just visit us at Kim at prairiegrovehomestead.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'll talk again next time. Thanks for stopping today. Bye-bye.